Hello to everyone, I'm John. And I'm Sally, and we are True Crime Investigators UK. Sally was a police officer before retraining as a lawyer and practised in criminal law. And John was a police officer serving for 30 years, mostly as a detective. We are now retired, but we still investigate and review cases of interest. Then we bring them to you through the podcast. For additional information, such as photographs, maps, narratives and other such resources, visit our website, truecrimeinvestigators.co.uk and please remember to follow the show on your podcast app so that you're notified of all our new cases. We released a series of three episodes back in the summer of 2021. The case we reviewed was that of a young Californian woman called Monica Zumsteg, who was killed by husband Michael Telling at their home, Lambourne House, in rural Buckinghamshire. Well, as regular listeners will know, we research and review UK-based cases and interview those individuals who are connected to that case. Now, whether that's suspects, witnesses, victims and their families, or whether it's police officers, medics, forensic scientists and any other experts, And we also draw on our experience and discuss issues that arise within a case. For the Monica Zumsteg series, we located Monica's sister, Erica, living in the United States. We exchanged emails and then had several Skype meetings after which Erica agreed that she wanted to contribute to the podcast. We recorded many hours with her. She told us the story of life with and without Monica. This episode is the proscript to that series, when we meet in person Erica on her first ever visit to the United Kingdom. And certainly since the podcast series was released, we've kept in touch with Erica and we chat about all sorts of things, family life, Thanksgiving get-togethers and Christmas celebrations. Sadly, Erica's mother passed away recently and Erica then made the decision to make a short visit to the UK. Let me mention Steve Thrift who is a former police officer who back in the 80s met both Monica and Michael, visiting them at Lambourne House. He is now an author and his book, Telling Lies, tells their story of this tragic case. So we made arrangements to meet Steve, Erica and her husband Tom in the car park of the Boot Public House. That's on China Road, High Wycombe, and that had been Monica and Michael's local. We'd already parked up when the three of them arrived in Steve's car. We didn't record that initial meeting as it was a very personal experience, certainly for all of us. We feel like we've known Erica forever, despite this being our first in-person meeting. Suffice to say, we laughed and we cried and once we pulled ourselves together, we got in the car and followed Steve and his passengers, heading for the house he visited over 40 years ago where Monica lived and ultimately died. Very emotional meeting, John. Well, it's the first time, isn't it, that uh, Erica and her husband Tom, we, we have not spoke to Tom before, have we? It's always been via Erica, and they haven't been to England before at all, have they? No, this is their first visit, and what a visit to take. Really emotional, um, but quite exciting as far as Erica is concerned, because she's never been to England, and now she's... We're driving down the roads that her sister would have driven 40 years ago. And it's quite a rural part of England in Buckinghamshire and the some of the little lanes are single track. So we're, we're travelling from the pub, as Sally said, to try and find the uh, house. Yes, Lambourne House. Erica was 
quite emotional, as you've just said, Sally. And, and I was. And you were. I was, in all, in all fairness, because we've shared one hell of a journey, and that's what I said to her. This has been such a journey. Not just us and Steve, that she's come to terms with what happened and, and wanted to come and visit and meet us all and thanked us for all our help and support that we've given her, haven't we? And I think the nicest comment and the kindest comment that she gave to us was that we'd given her sister Monica a voice. Which is what she said on the podcast, wasn't it, really? You know, she said that uh, everybody was interested in Michael and Monica seemed to get lost because all, all the family was in America, of course. So we're just going down the lanes and there's some traffic coming in these, the way. These very narrow lanes. And then we're going to meet again at the boot and we'll uh, hopefully have a good chat to her and yeah. she can tell us uh, about her journey over here. And her journey through her last 40 years of history. So we arrive outside the property. It's no longer the big detached house surrounded by outbuildings. It's now been divided into separate dwellings. Steve said he'd had no luck contacting any of the occupants. So John decided to knock on the door of one of the properties and he and Erica went together. They spoke to the occupant and he was a really pleasant man who was well aware of the case and they chatted with him for a few minutes. He told them to visit the main house, now renamed, and supplied the name of the current householders. John and Erica went round to the house, but sadly no one was at home. As Erica walked away from the building that had been her sister's home over 40 years ago, she wept, but she was consoled by Tom. Back on the road near the property, we spoke to Erica about her thoughts and feelings. Well, we're at Lamburn House, as it's now called, with uh, Erica, and her sister Monica lived here. 40 years ago into the early 80s and it's your first visit to England and in fact the property obviously and it's been uh, quite emotional for you hasn't it? Uh, absolutely um, my sister is looking down on all of us and she said you know I finally made it here yeah to uh, be where she was and it's a beautiful experience, and especially with the support of both of you and Steve and yep. my husband, Tom. Yes. He's, he's experienced, you know, this for, for 35 years of our time together, so he's... Well, it's a beautiful house now, isn't it? But in its day when Monica lived here and it was very well maintained, it must have been a fantastic place. Oh, absolutely. The uh, photos and such, and she tried to remodel and, you know, really make it a good home and create a family here you've come a long way has it been worth the journey oh yes 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 absolutely um for 40 years i've not been able emotionally um the stress um from all of it um the walls that went up after yeah michael killed monica and the family you know they they took over and they made sure that all in roads ended without any answers and all I was able to obtain is pictures and media yeah I mean when Sally and I speak quite often about when we first made contact with you and we interviewed you over the internet mm -hmm. it was uh, quite a emotional for us wasn't it Sally yeah because if you remember we had quite a few phone conversations before we started recording didn't yes, we yes absolutely and after that first conversation with you 
because it was so emotionally charged, we finished the interview with you and John and I just looked at each other and said, what have we done? We hope we haven't brought grief to your doorstep again. But actually, what's happened since that time um, has been very positive. Positive for me as well as you. And many others, because I was able to discover that there were people over here that were greatly affected um, by the crime. Um, People that knew uh, Monica and were really fond of her. And um, she was quite... Um, um, uh, a loving and generous and, and humorous personality and uh, loved, you know, people. Mm. Um, and, you know, it, it ended up finding that one of her best friends was highly affected. Christina, who ended up moving as far as she could off to one of the Scottish islands um, in fear. And over all these years, you know, my parents couldn't talk to them Having lost my brother after the release of the book by Robert Lindsay, um, the trauma trauma, um, that I've had to live with and the images I've had to have in my mind just from pictures, from sayings, from other people um, have really been a torment. And now I'm standing here with you both. Yeah, where she would have walked and lived and... And gone to the boot pub where we're going to go yes, next, I believe. And we're going to go to the boot and, and visit where Monica would go. And I think she made quite a few friends and a, a bit of a, a show when she would step inside. And, and we might find people who remember her today. Perhaps. I'm hoping so. I mean, she's having a beautiful young American woman driving a, you know, a left-hand drive uh, Formula 400 into town. I think it grabs some attention. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, at the moment we've... There's nobody at home, is there? We've just tried, and oh. and uh, so who knows? In the future, yeah. you might be back, and you might actually be able to speak to them. But yeah. uh, today, we are where we are, aren't we? Right now is an incredibly emotional and satisfying moment. We'll go to the boot, but just to say, we're really chuffed. That's an English word. Pleased, uh, pleased. We're really pleased. <laughs> but you've, you made all this journey over here and you found now what you were looking for, I think. Yeah, and the support of you know, yeah. John and Sally and Steve, Steve Thrift and my husband above all. Yeah. He's helped me be quite strong. This is not a sad day. This is no, quite... No, these are tears of relief. And it's quite a comfort, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Monica wanted me to come. She's, oh, I'll get you a horse. You can, we'll have a piano and the things I loved. And, you know, who knows? Um, things could have gone one way or another. another yeah, and history, I may it? not be here, so. Yeah. Um, but I'm here now for her. And, you know, it, if her energy is in any way held here, it's now released. Great. Absolutely. And she... Stop the rain for us, and she's sent the sunshine to shine <laughs> down on us. We showed up at the boot, and suddenly the uh, the rain cleared for a moment, and that sun came down on us, and she was saying, it's okay, yeah, Ricky, yeah. it's okay. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing, sharing that with us, and we'll, we'll move on to the boot and see what else we can find. Oh, thank you so much. We did go back to the boot pub, and we went inside. It's had a lot of changes over the years. It's a lovely country pub. We spoke to the landlady, Adele, who knows there are still people that remember those days back in the 80s. So we spent the rest of the day talking to Erica, Tom and Steve. 
and I'm really pleased to say that Erica seemed to be well content and happy that she'd walked in the places where her sister had spent some time during her life. Was this a feeling of closure? I know that's an overused phrase but I certainly hope so and I hope that she found comfort from what she saw on that very sunny day in rural Buckinghamshire. Well next week we'll be launching our long-awaited four-part series. It charts the compelling story of a West Midlands criminal, Tony Spencer, and we discuss with his family and friends and even members of his defence team about his life and his crimes. Needless to say, it's quite a ride. So listen to our trailer, which is entitled Coming Soon, which we've posted on social media just to give you a taste of this story. Our editors are Angelica Dabbs and Ed Allen, and our executive producer is Pete Allen, and they're all from Carrot Cruncher Media. Mm-hmm.